Why do you feel you have to pass for someone with 20-20 vision when you're blind as a bat? I don't feel I have to pass. Yes, you do. It's a sickness in your brain, just like if you were trying to pass for white. You mean I'm not white? Oh, this is a scandal. What do you mean I'm not white? Why didn't you tell me this before? You're my own sister. Tell me, Wally. Goodness gracious, do you know a lot of adjustments have to be made? I have to cancel the swimming lessons. What are the guys at the club going to say? I'm not white. Oh, it feels like it. <laughs> ah! Goodness gracious, that's your right. Lord, help me. Does Dad know? All right, everybody, welcome back. We are finally back, Stream Fiends. Back from our 31 day plus hiatus. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my brother Nez. What's up, man? Yo, uh, man, we're finally, finally back, everybody. But, uh, we did do some recording with the horror returns. Uh, sorry for how the audio sounded on my end. I was at work still, so. And sorry for the airplane noises in the background, but it, it was still good. It was still a good show. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, Stream Fiends. I was like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't even remember. <laughs> it's been a while, everybody, but uh, I let them know what we're here for or here with. Uh, we are going to talk about 1989's See No Evil, Hear No Evil, starring the great, the late great Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. I'm deaf. Repeat, deaf. Richard Pryor. I'm blind. Repeat, blind. Together again. We can hang out like this more. In trouble again. Wally, there's a gun here. Get rid of it! Between the two of you, you saw and you heard everything. He reads lips, you're talking too fast. Was there or wasn't there a woman? Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman. On the run again. I think we should kill them. Don't guide me, they're looking for a blind guy and a deaf guy. Stamp your feet, I'll follow the sound. I feel ridiculous. You look fine to me. Who the hell was driving? Richard Pryor. You mean I'm not white? It feels like it. <laughs> ah! And Gene Wilder. Do you really think you can stop coming? Not if it's funny. A good comedy, as you call it, is worth its weight in gold. Are back. I don't know what you're looking for, but it's a little to the right. See no evil, hear no evil. How am I doing? Let's, uh, of course, see if I remember how we do this show. Get to the Google right here. Wally Carew is a blind man looking for a job. Dave Lyons is a deaf man who runs a newsstand. When Dave hires Wally, he never imagined that they'll have to work together to survive. After a murder occurs at their newsstand, they figure out the killer is with their collective. They figure out the killer with their collective senses, but the investigating detective pegs them as the main suspects when the real killer returns to cover her tracks. The two must really cooperate to live. That's a long one right there. 
Let's see. IMDb. Dave is deaf. Wally is blind. They witness a murder, but it was Dave who was looking at her and Wally who was listening. That's pretty straightforward right there. This is directed by Arthur Hiller. And of course, like I said, starring Richard Pryor, Dave or Gene Wilder, Joan Severance, Kevin Spacey, Alan North, Anthony Zerby, and so on and so on. Written by Earl Barrett. Nez, when was the first time you watched See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Uh, I would say the first time was either HBO or Showtime, one of one of those yeah. ones. Um, I, I do remember seeing the trailer for this, and uh, I figured I'd go see it with my dad because he loves uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, but um, we never made it out to see it. So just uh, it was probably one of those movies that just came and went um, at this time. I, I don't even remember. Um, how long it was in the theater, but uh, after seeing it the first time, I mean, uh, if you, if you grew up uh, in the seventies and in the eighties, I mean, you knew of Richard Pryor, you knew of Gene Wilder, and and the movies that they have done together. Uh, it was good to see them again after a long time, um, and uh, after the rewatch, I mean, it it holds up because I remember laughing the first time I saw it, and it was still funny now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think both of them did what they did. Uh, Richard Pryor being blind and Gene Wilder being deaf. I mean, they both did their jobs. I mean, uh, shout out to uh, Richard Pryor for uh, his performance on Acting Blind. I mean, that would be hard because, I mean, the people that can see or that will have sight, you can still look around and everything. It looked like with him, when he was acting in this, he just kept looking straight ahead and didn't mm-hmm. even... And I thought he did a good job. I think he pulled it off really good. And uh, it was the same raunchy hom- uh, raunchy comedy and humor uh, that these two bring together every time they're on the screen. And um, I love this movie. I thought it was hilarious. What did you think of it? Yeah, this is uh, one of my favorites that they did done together. Um I think uh, I think I'm with you. This was probably I watched on HBO or something like that cable when it came out. But yeah, I have to agree with you, uh, especially Richard Pryor. He I thought he he did great, you know, playing blind. You know, uh, it it kind of felt like he he would just focus on one thing and then never move his eyes off that one thing. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, just uh, Gene Wilder, you know, playing deaf. I I I liked how he was doing it because you you could see he was constantly doing that thing where where he would have to look at somebody's lips and read their lips, and I thought he did a good job at doing that. And um, yeah, I forget fucking Kevin Spacey's in this with his weird cheek bump thing he has going on. I don't even know what that is. They said that was real. They, he had to have it. Uh... I don't know if it was a boil or some kind of cyst or something, uh, but they said that he didn't have time to get it taken care of, so they just left it in. I mean, they never mention it in, in the movie, but it's kind of hard not to notice when you got this big bump yeah. uh, on the side of your face. But, but uh, it it is that raunchy comedy, like you said. Like, a lot of stuff, 
I don't I don't see flying today and I don't know just the two of them together just just brings a smile to my face you know it's just a little minor things like like when they're uh, the one of the main killers like you know they're getting a, a request or something he Gene Wilder just wants his nose scratched and Richard Pryor was just comes in out of nowhere like um, I suppose a fuck is out of a question <laughs> it's just like little things like that and then the the, the scene with the Gene Wilder you know I, I guess the guy was talking too fast and he didn't really read the lips and he thought they caught men's rear whatever the hell that is I mean even, even Gene Wilder I mean the, the, the scene in the beginning when um, uh, there's basically a, a murder a murder, murder rap that these guys kind of get uh, pinned for. When he's standing there, um, some guy comes up to his uh, his little newsstand. Uh, Richard Pryor worked in a newsstand, and he wanted some kind of uh, antacids or something because he said he had a stomach problem. When he turns around and starts, because that guy told him, "Can you read me the ingredients on there?" And he starts reading it, but the what we see is. Uh, this lady arguing with the, with uh, the guy over um, some kind of coin, which I didn't really explain really what it was. Well, to me, uh, on explain what it was. I mean, it had it had to do with something that was expensive or whatever. But yeah, I guess it wasn't actually a coin. It was like some kind of special metal or something. But what was it supposed to do? I didn't get that. I didn't get it either. I know it was. I don't know if it was like a sample of this metal or something or what they were going to do with it, but I just remember the, the, the whole thing about the the, out, the the coating of the coin was coming off because I guess they disguised it as a coin, but I don't really think they even went into what it was supposed to be for. Yeah, because I, was, I wasn't really sure on what this um, this kind of metal or whatever it was uh, that was so important that it was worth how, however much money. I, I was kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, you're not supposed to really think about this mood type of stuff when you got these two <laughs> uh, comedy legends on the screen. You just want, you just want to laugh. But they tried to throw in this little high tech story on whatever the hell that thing was. But I mean, it was funny. But yeah, like when when that guy gets killed um, by uh, Joan Severin's character Eve. Gene Wilder has his back to them, so and he's deaf and he doesn't hear anything. There's a gunshot and all kinds of noise, and he did it good. I mean, even we know he's not deaf, but even if you heard a loud gunshot, or maybe they just mm-hmm. added it, he didn't even like flinch or anything. I mean, that that would be hard to 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 read whatever he was reading, and not and try not to pay attention to what was going on behind him. So, but I mean, it, it was it was hilarious, both of them. Uh, when it was just uh, before they even knew each other, it, it was funny. But then once they got together, and uh, their adventure began, it was like you were just laughing through the whole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. and that that's what I love about these two. They they work off each other so well. I mean, we'd we'd seen them in Silver Streak, we'd seen them in Stir Crazy, and. Uh, I believe this was the last movie that they did together, and and it was awesome, and I, I loved it. Richard Pryor and both of them—they've done so many um, timeless classics. Um, 
I don't know if Gene Wilder was a stand-up uh, comedian. I think he was just uh, just a regular actor. But I mean, Richard Pryor, his stand-up is is hilarious. Could, could he tell those jokes today? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> and, uh, but I also felt like Gene Wilder had a great comedic timing, and I felt like I, I always wondered uh, watching this movie um, how much of the, the dialogue was like improvised because I did. I just felt like this was them kind of doing the lines themselves and there's a couple times like gene wilder was you know had like a little smirk on his face like maybe he wasn't expecting richard to to say that line or something so i was i always wondered if they if they improv some of this stuff yeah it would be hard to not laugh i mean i'm I'm pretty i'm pretty sure uh some of them did i mean maybe not these two they probably didn't make each other laugh but I'm sure when they were dealing with other actors that aren't used to dealing with uh, comedians in, in a film, I mean, for me, I, it would be hard yeah. to hold back from not laughing. I mean, especially some of the lines that they were spitting out. I would have just, I'm sorry, it just started to laugh. <laughs> I mean, but it was funny, man. The the movie was in the beginning. We just see these, these two, we're introduced to these two characters. Uh, Wally, Richard Pryor's character, he's just trying to live his life. And um, was that his sister? Uh, yeah. Begin. Oh yeah. yeah. He he lives with his sister, but um, he's just trying to work. Uh, or, or no, he's he's trying to get a job, and and he he's a gambler because uh, he uh, he owes uh, money to bookies. Uh, he he goes to the horse races and. Uh, just think he's going to wing that big money, but he doesn't. And uh, Gene Wilder's character, Dave, he's just uh, another man, another working stiff. He runs a newsstand inside of uh, some kind of building. I'm not really sure uh, what was in that building, probably banks and stuff like that. But yeah. And how they meet is... Uh, Wally uh, needs a job, so that's when he kind of goes up to uh, Dave at his newsstand. This part was hilarious because yeah. <laughs> when uh, Wally Richard Pryor's character starts talking and t- explaining to him uh, that he wanted this job, but then um, he really didn't even realize that he came up wanting a job because uh, Dave Gene Wilder was either dealing with another guy with the deliveries or kind of picking up stuff there and Wally just ranting and raving on, on how he needs a job and how much money he wants. And I was, I mean, 89, probably 88 when they filmed this, but the, the, his salary that he wanted to deal with, he was like, Oh, I'll take uh 300 a week. And then he went all the way down to like 225. And I'm like, maybe you could live on it back then. Yeah. Two twenty-five a week, but today, no. There's, I don't even think you can handle handle anything uh, with that kind of money. But yeah. and I, I, I love this interaction too, because he's uh, Richard's just going on about the job, and then Gene's just like looking at him, like, "Are you talking to me?" Because you know he's not looking at him, and then Richard's like, "Oh, oh, I didn't see you. You're over here." <laughs> and then he would go on again, and then he would walk off, and then of course him being blind doesn't know he's walked off and he's just going on and on about the job. And then Gene comes back. He was like, who the, who are you talking to? <laughs> it, it was awesome. I mean, that was probably to me, it was probably the funniest part when they first meet. 
before their adventure uh, begins. But uh, the guy that actually got killed, he was, or when he he eventually uh, Dave uh, hires Wally, so Wally shows up for uh, uh, his day of work. Uh, he goes outside to pick up some deliveries. Uh, the newspaper was dropping off newspapers, and uh, Dave is inside, and in walks this guy. He's one of those that guys. Yeah. He's He's been in a ton of movies. I remember him being um, one of the cops in uh, Ace Ventura uh, in the first one. Um, he, he comes in and explains he's a bookie, and he's looking for Wally. But uh, Dave was like, uh, I think he's outside uh, picking up deliveries. And I'm like, oh, he starts talking. But when he was about to leave, he he notices this uh, this lady comes in, um, Eve, Joan, Joan Severance character. I had seen her in other things. But yeah, I, just, I feel like she's another one of those, like, oh, it's that person. Yeah, I mean, she was beautiful in this one, but then I looked up pictures of, of her now. She's still beautiful mm-hmm. uh, with a head full of gray hair, but it's all right. <laughs> but So she comes in, and we find out that this bookie guy uh, has something that she wants or, or her boss wants. She was She's basically like a hired uh, hit woman, uh, I thought. And he was telling her, oh, no, I... Uh, I had it, but uh, I thought the cops were on to me, so uh, I, I had to hide it. Just tell your boss that he's going to get what he wants. And at this point, we don't really know. But before he actually starts talking there, he takes uh, which looks like a coin. He takes it out and puts it in uh, in this uh, cigarette box where uh, guys drop off change for mm-hmm. uh, their newspapers in the morning. And then she's like, okay, well, we know you got it. And then he was like, oh, well, I, the, I thought the police were after me. And then she ended up uh, killing him. Uh, all this, uh, Wally's outside, Dave's inside. But this is that was when he was turning around reading uh, the ingredients to some kind of um, antacid or something like that. Yeah, and he doesn't know anything about it. But then when he when he turns around, he notices Eve walking away. But while he was outside, he heard the gunshot. But so when he comes in, she walks past him, but then he kind of stops and starts whiffing around like he, he smells her. And then he comes walking in and uh, Dave or yeah, Dave's not really understanding what's happening yet. And Wally comes in and then he falls over. He trips over the dead body. And then Dave's like, well, where'd he go? So he kind of walks around the corner and then he's like, who is this? And then uh, Wally's kind of, I don't know. He goes, I heard a gunshot. And then Dave picks up the gun. Yeah. And he, goes, and he goes, well, what is it? And he goes, it's a gun. And he's like, put that down. <laughs> and uh, the cops got there hella fast. I mean, I don't even think she walked out of the building a minute. And uh, maybe they just got the call and they were in the area. But they come busting in, guns drawn. They see Dave and Wally standing there over the dead body. And Dave is holding the gun. And they're like, drop it, drop it. And then he's kind of like, wait, what? But I guess he does realize, he's, he realizes what this says because he, he ends up dropping it. And then uh, the police come over. Mm. Oh, they both they both got arrested. That's right, because they end up going mm-hmm. to the to the police station. But when they're being interrogated, Wally is telling them, look, man, he goes, there was, 
somebody else was there when I, I heard the gunshot. And then Dave is telling her, yeah, there was this some um, this this lady that I saw walking away. He goes because he told the cops I was talking to this guy, and then I turned around, and then he's gone, and then I I see him laying there dead. He goes, I don't know who the lady was, but she had like gorgeous legs. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he just saw the back of her head and, and her walking uh, away. Uh, Wally's like, and she smelled good too. <laughs> um, I got to remember some of the stuff to ask Jesse when, when we do our. Uh, if he's on East Society or we do big guys, we did a show where we're asking um, Jesse, our, our buddy, uh, he's blind. Like he, he has been blind since since he was born. We came up with an idea for a show and asking him blind questions. Um, you're going to have to go back a year or so <laughs> when we did that episode. But um, I, I did ask him, I was like, do you have like, uh, are your senses like, not like super senses or anything. I said, but is your like your your hearing and your your smell uh, enhanced? And you're like, no. I said, well, shit, I don't know. I mean, I'm just basing my knowledge of blind people for movies and thinking of this movie. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he sure was like like jumping forward just a little bit. Like when he smells that perfume again, he's like, I think it's called like Shalimar or something. And he was like, oh, it's her. I was like, that's that's pretty good. And of course, you know, uh, Dave, he could just like see the back of her legs. It's like, oh, it's her. Like, you know, like their other senses are seem to be heightened in this movie. Yeah, because when when they were in the police or in the, in the police office, um, uh, uh, Eve and what's Kevin Spacey's name? Kurgo. Kurgo. They they find out that they that those two got arrested. Because they're like, okay, well, we think um, they have the coin. Because before they actually left, um, Dave tells Wally, he goes, get the get the coin box. So Wally just kind of dumps all the coins out of that little cigar box and just puts it in his pocket. And that little piece of uh, that coin uh, that they were after was in there. And then they did um, Eve and how do you say Kevin Spacey's name? Kirgo Cur- or Kurgo? Kurgo. When they realize it, they go like, well, they must have it, but the police have them. So they said, okay, so we'll go. They went to the police office and said they was posing as their lawyers. Yeah, this lacks police department. Like, they just come in saying, oh, we're we're their lawyers. And they're like, well, who told you? And they're like, oh, we're, we're, pro- we're provided from the, the building that he works in. And Dave's just like, oh, okay. Like, they don't show no kind of identification, nothing. I know they just strolled in there and just said we're the lawyers and cops were like, all right. So when they're standing there, Dave realizes, um, oh no, no, he doesn't realize until Eve walks out. But then Wally, when he was smelling her, he 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 remembers the uh, the perfume that she had on. But when they when they turn around and leave, that's when Dave goes, that's her, that's the lady with the good looking legs that walked away. And then Wally was like, yeah, that's that's who I smelled. Uh, when she walked past me, uh, when she was walking out of the building, but the cops are just like, they ain't buying it. Yeah. So, so you're trying to tell us your lawyer is the killer, and they're like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not our lawyer. <laughs> oh, now it's not your lawyer. <laughs> I was like, uh, you guys are just digging deeper. And this is uh, the scene I was talking about coming up when the I don't know the forensic guy comes in and he mishears him or misreads his lips and he thinks they caught they caught the men's rear while they was in prison or something like that. 
<laughs> yeah, I was that, just like, what the hell is men's rear? Because <laughs> when that one guy was yelling at Dave and he was trying to read his lips and he was like, well, was it her or wasn't she? Or he was just trying to figure out if, if that lady was the one to kill her and he was like, is he? Did you say Fuzzy Wuzzle was a wuzzle or something to that nature? And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So they ended up just basically, okay, well, we're gonna book you guys and and, and put you in jail until we figure out what's going on. But for some reason, uh, there was a huge protest going on, and they arrested uh, all the protesters. But then uh, I guess they didn't have nothing on them, so they were letting them all go. Uh, I'm pretty sure if those protesters would have got arrested, the police would have took away their signs, but they were still, I don't even know what they're protesting. I don't remember. Like I said, <laughs> this this department's very lax. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were walking down the hall, and then uh, Dave and, oh, before they actually, the protesters showed up, Dave and uh, Wally came up, or did Wally, or, yeah, Wally came up from the idea. He goes, here, I got an idea. They took it. They both took drinks from uh, the the water fountain, and then when the police came up to uh, take them away, uh, Wally kind of convinced the police, "Hey, can you just take these handcuffs off?" He goes, "He goes, where am I going to go? I'm blind." So they took his off. But then, well, when when they came up with the idea, uh, so they both took uh, big drinks from the water fountain, and then when they when uh, Wally gave Dave the signal. They spit the water in the cops' eyes, and that's when they blended into the crowd, the uh, protester crowd, and then just walked, basically walked out the front door uh, of the police station to get out of there. Yeah, this police, yes, this police station uh, was pretty laxed on uh, how how they were treating <laughs> everybody in there. So yeah, because I, I don't I don't know the other cop's name, but he was like super nice and he's like come on sir do we really got a cuff on you know i mean they are blind and deaf but they're supposed to be like murder suspects <laughs> yeah so this is when they start uh um, being on the run uh they're running around outside <laughs> this part was hella funny um when uh, Wally was telling Dave, he goes, look, man, he goes, I'll just follow you. He goes, you walk in front of me because he goes, the cops are looking for us. They're looking for a blind guy and, and a deaf guy. And he goes, so just walk in front of me, but stomp your feet so I can hear so I can hear your footsteps. <laughs> so Gene Wilder is like stomping hella hard with his feet. And Wally's like a few feet back uh, following him. And, and Dave, Dave, Dave's still handcuffed, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the the whole police force was after him because uh, they're, they're driving around town looking. But then uh, this is when Eve and uh, Kirgo show up and uh, they grab Wally and uh, and put him in the car. Um, How did he get away? I don't remember. Oh, this is because uh, uh, we skipped over uh, the part earlier when they got in the bar fight. And he was helping them by by saying the time, and that 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 tells oh. him the punch that he they tried to do it again with uh, Kurgo, but that's right. But he kept every time he kept yelling the time, Kurgo would like check his watch. He was like, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not ten o'clock or whatever. And he was missing, but then he he actually got a hit in, and then <laughs> yeah, I guess Wally Wally got hands because he just laid Kurgo out. He was like he was like eleven fifteen, and then he just started swinging. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they got he knocked him out, and then they both took off running. 
and then no, the, no. Did they jump in the police car, or was it? Did we miss that? Oh yeah, they. This, this is the they. Oh no, the police. Yeah, uh, that's right. It's when they go on that that little high speed chase, and then they ended up. I think it was like a garbage boat or something. They they ended up on. Yeah, because uh, when they jumped in the car, Wally was driving first. Yeah. Because um, uh, Dave Gene Wilder, he was handcuffed still. So he was like, man, he goes, just just tell me which way to go. So <laughs> Wally just punches it and hauling ass down the street. And Dave is yelling here, turn right, turn left, and step on the brakes and all this. And uh, it was hilarious. Yeah, they go uh, basically outran all the cops uh, that were chasing them. And then they go flying off this pier and land in a uh, garbage uh, barge. So they're just, all right, we need to figure out... Um, where these people are that framed us for murder. So this is when uh, Kirgo, or um, Dave calls up. No, Wally calls up his sister uh, yeah. to have to help him. So, yeah, Adele is her name. Yeah, so they go to a motel and they're they're still trying to hide out. But um, by now their their faces all over the news. Um, uh, so everybody knows what they look like, and they're kind of like, "Fuck, we just need, we just need to lay low." So they got a hold of a Wally sister, and they were holding up in this um, little motel. How did the cops find out that they were there? I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think they actually, I think somebody actually ends up calling them. That's how they ended up showing up, because I don't think they actually figured out where they were at. Yeah, because when they came, the whole police force came, uh, but when they busted into the room, they weren't in there. Uh, they were gone, but then we find out that they're, they're all three of them, uh, Wally Dave and, his, uh, and Wally's sister are hiding up in the, the air ducts. Uh, I don't know how big that thing was, to uh, big enough to hold three people, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're movie air ducts. <laughs> a lot of movies, uh, multiple people couldn't like crawl through. <laughs> so they're they're trying to tell them we, we need uh, we needed to get out of town because uh, they were still trying to figure out uh, who these people uh, and why uh, they they got framed for murder. So. Uh, I think when um, before the whole when they knocked Kurgo out, um, what was her name? Eve. Uh-huh. I think she was on a payphone and uh, Dave was reading her lips, and that's when they found out that they were going to uh, looking it up here uh, a resort called Great Gorge, Great George, or something or whatever it is. So that's how they ended up getting to that uh, the little hotel where they were posing as the the doctors. At the medical <laughs> conference, yeah, yeah even that was funny. Uh, Rich Wally was uh, was supposed to be from uh, Sweden, and uh, Dave was from Germany. So they both. I mean, I thought uh, Gene Wilder did a good accent, uh, his German <laughs> accent, but Wally's uh, Swedish accent was. To, it just sounds stupid. And you because, find out Wally's supposed to be a gynecologist. <laughs> yeah. They um when they got to that uh, hotel, uh, they found out that um some of the uh there was a big huge medical conference going on there, and and they realized that some of the people didn't show up. And uh, Dave, 
uh, was reading the lips of the um, uh, the ticket counter lady. So that's when he walked up and tells them that uh, uh, they were these doctors that, that didn't show up yet. So they were like, oh, okay. So they just gave them uh, their, their badges or whatever. So Yeah, no no IDs or nothing. Just yeah. showed up saying, I'm, I'm this guy. The, the room must have been paid for because they didn't even put down a credit card or anything. So um, they were still trying to figure out what was going on. But then I think they did realize that they had they were going to um, – what was the main bad guy? The the big rich guy. What was his name? Uh, I think it was Sutherland. Okay. Because uh, they, they find out. Yeah, while he was reading lips again, and he found out that they were going to his to his house. But while this was going on, um, how did Wally get into the conference? Oh, no, they came up and got him. Yeah, because uh, Dave was uh, looking for Eve's room. And uh, Adele did the whole thing where they ran into the car. That's how they got Kurgo out the room. Yeah. Because yeah, she, like, hit hit his car, and she was trying to play. Like, she was just, oh, we need to exchange information. And and then uh, Dave sneaks into the hotel room, and Eve's in there taking a shower, and he's uh, looking for the coin. And then he finds the coin, and then he does Then Eve gets out the shower, and then he does the old, I got a gun in my pants pocket or whatever the hell he was doing. <laughs> and it seemed to work. Yeah. Because he, he had his pan, his hand in his pocket and he was uh, like pointing his fingers uh, like he had a gun. <laughs> but then when uh, she was like, all right, so she kind of realized that, uh, okay, um, he can go because he was leaving. So he pulled his hand out of his pocket and, and he was aroused because his pants were still sticking straight out. <laughs> so they uh, they ended up taking off and um uh they ended up going No, 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 I'm sorry. Um uh, when Kurgo finds out what's going on, they uh, they kidnap her and take her to uh, wherever uh, Sutherland's uh house is at. Yeah, they, they end up kidnapping um, Adele, uh, Wally's sister. Yeah, because he has like a whole compound with guards and dogs and stuff like that. Must have been pretty lax with the security if a blind guy and a deaf guy can break in there. But Yeah, because uh, basically he just get over the wall by using climbing up a log and then gets rid of the dogs with a, a jar of peanut butter. And that that's it. That was the security. Yeah, because they had uh, Wally's sister Adele in like this greenhouse, and uh, they were uh, up on the hill looking down, and they had the binoculars, and they figured out she was in there, so they figured out planned uh, on how to get out, get her out of there. But um, uh, yeah, uh, Wally stayed up because there was nothing he could do; he's blind, so it just mm-hmm. kind of they kind of told him just to uh, keep an ear out uh, for everyone. So Wally went in there. Uh, he had to, I thought that was a good idea with the log, where he just put it on, crawled up, and then threw it over the wall. Um, so he goes, uh, and they um, he rescued his sister, didn't he? Yeah, he uh, rescued her, and a guy shows up, and unfortunately, Dave doesn't have those kind of hands, and he's kind of getting worked. 
But uh, Adele comes with the shovel and breaks the shovel over him, knocks him out, and then she gets she gets free. And he tells her to go call, go go call the police, and he tries to run up the log, but the log breaks, and he's kind of stuck. And while all this was happening, uh, Kurgo finds uh, Wally and brings him to Sutherland, and this is when we finally meet Sutherland. And turns out he happens to be blind too. And this is where I thought they was really going to get into what the coin was, but they just kind of say it's not a coin, it's something else, and it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I don't even remember exactly what they said it was. It was, um, let me see. The Sutherland, who is blind, reveals that the coin is a room temperature superconductor, which is extremely valuable. I think that's he all did- they said. Yeah, he said something, but it was still like, okay, but it, it was it, the whatever the the material was of the coin. Um, they had more of it, but this was just the sample that he took. Yeah, so that's when he was supposed to give it to to Sutherland, and Sutherland was gonna do whatever he was gonna do with it. Um, he wasn't gonna like. Try to rule the world, was he? I I, I don't I don't remember. They, <laughs> I don't they didn't know. really go into on why he needed it. No, I just know that it was worth a lot of money, and this is when the the Kurgo tries to ask for more money, and then uh, Sutherland's like, "Okay, you know, I'll I'll give you more money," and then he he cuts the lights out, and then they shoot at each other, and he hits uh, Kurgo, killing him, which I. I know you're trying to use your other senses, but this was real reckless to just try to go for this move. <laughs> but, yeah, because um, when he uh, uh, Sutherland, he was it worked with um with Kirgo because he like shut the lights off, and then um. That's when uh, he shot. He shot uh, Kevin Spacey's character. Oh man! Sorry about that noise, everyone. <laughs> um. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm just. I was just trying to think. What the? What the hell was he gonna do uh, with it? Well, probably, the, probably, like you say, he's probably going to rule the world with this coin. Yeah, because when the uh, they come in there, and now Wally and and Dave are trying to deal with uh, uh, um, Sutherland, um, while uh, Sutherland is talking, uh, Dave is trying to, um, not Dave, uh, Wally is trying to get uh, Kirgo's gun. Because uh, after Sutherland shot him, he was laying on the ground. I like I like this scene because uh, when Sutherland was uh, uh, him and and Wally were pointing the gun at each other. I mean, the, these two were both blind, so they're basically obviously just listening. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the scene when they were they both had guns and, and they were trying to figure out where each other was. I mean. I'm sure they could have heard each other. I mean, but they were both really super quiet because there's there's a, a point when they're uh, looking for each other. They like stand basically right in front of each other, pointing their guns. 
But um, Wally ends up making a little noise, and then uh, Sutherland turns his gun and starts shooting at him. I'm watching this right now because I I, I, I couldn't remember <laughs> what was going on. Uh, Sutherland uh, looking for the gun uh, on the ground, um, and uh, he ends up finding it. So because the people in the, in the room right now was just Sutherland and Wally, but then mm-hmm. in walk um, Dave and and Eve, and um, <laughs> he, he Wally was trying to uh, mouth. Uh, the words to Dave that uh, Sutherland, <laughs> Sutherland's evil, <laughs> but he, he's just looking at him all crazy. But then this is when Eve tried to uh, basically do what Kirgo did. He wanted more money for 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 this whole job that they were doing, and uh, he was uh, Sutherland was trying to tell Eve like like I'll I'll give you more money uh, if you just join me, but she wasn't having it. So, but she ended up, uh, she wanted that little uh, coin thing uh, and she was going to sell it and get get all the money for it because then she ends up shooting uh, Sutherland. Uh, that guy, that guy's dead. That yeah. Guy flying out the window, hit some rocks, fell down a cliff. I was like, that guy's <laughs> dead. Yeah. Because when she saw it, when she shot him, he just <laughs> Flew out the window. Yeah, like she had like a fast. regular gun. <laughs> yeah, and it, it wasn't like some high-powered rifle or something, but uh, it does look like a big, uh, big hand cannon. Uh, not as big as maybe uh, Dirty Harry's, but um, I'm sure those slugs uh, threw him out of the window. So I was just wondering what what the fuck was this. This thing, and why was it so valuable? Yeah, I think it would have made more sense if this coin led to more of it. Like this was the kind of the sample. This is this is what I got, and we make a deal, and uh, I'll give you the rest of it. I think yeah. that would have made more sense, but it just seemed like everybody was just fine with just having this one little coin. Yeah, because uh, Eve ended up just after she killed uh, Sutherland, she just. Uh, she just left, and uh, she was gonna go run and get in a in, in a helicopter. Um, but this part was funny because uh, Dave and Wally, uh, Dave looks out the the door and he he sees uh, Eve running away, and then uh, Dave is like, well, "What are you gonna do?" And then he goes, "All right, man, because we'll, we'll just hold on to me." He was like, "Grab my jacket," and they're like, "What are we doing?" And he they said they were gonna swing down. Uh, uh, this wire to try to get to Eve. So, uh, Wally's hanging on to uh, Dave uh, for just. <laughs> but this was all funny because the way they looked at each other, or with the way they looked when they were sw- sliding down this uh, steel B or the steel cable that went right, right to the helicopter, <laughs> because Eve is running down and here they come flying in. Uh, I assume uh, Dave must be hella strong <laughs> to hold a, <laughs> both of these guys. But when they go flying down, uh, Dave tells Wally to, all right, let go. So he, he lets go, and he falls on top of Eve, and then she falls down. They start wrestling around uh, for the gun. Yeah, he's uh, Dave, like grabbing her boobs, and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just feeling around. <laughs> 
because Dave keeps going and he tackles the uh, the helicopter pilot. <laughs> but yeah, when Wally and that lay, and Eve are laying on the ground, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 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 one fly today. Wow. <laughs> so uh, they um before while they were still fighting, the cops show up. And then uh, uh, Gene or uh, Dave, he's got a knife and he's getting ready to throw it at the um, uh, at the helicopter pilot. And he's kind of telling him to just come on, get over here with your hands up. (laughs) But Dave doesn't realize that the whole police force is behind him. He's just looking at the helicopter guy. And then the helicopter dude kind of just puts up his arms. Uh, Eve gets arrested. And then uh, does he kill the 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 pilot. No, I think he gets arrested. Yeah, they all get arrested. Evil is punished, and then uh, Dave's uh, sister shows up, and then they kind of just go walking off into the sunset. But the the two police, uh, the two detectives uh, that were um, uh, trying to uh, build up a case on those two, they they were just at, at each other's throats. Uh, through the whole thing, because they were they were mad that these guys weren't uh, the killers. But it seems like one of the the older cops, the older detective, seems like he lost it. Yeah, because <laughs> he just kept he just kept wanting to kill him for all the shit he put him through. But yeah, once uh, evil is punished and Eve gets arrested, the helicopter probably gets arrested. The uh, then we go back and see it. They didn't really say goodbye to each other, but it was. But basically, the end of the movie, them just talking on uh, what they were gonna do uh, with their lives, and then that was that was your movie. Yeah, I, I do believe this was the last one they did together. So, which uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows uh, they neither one of them are no longer here with us. But definitely, two legends. Yeah, this one, it was uh, a lot of just funny dialogue, uh, a lot of um, physical comedy. I mean, especially dealing with um, Richard Pryor being blind because uh, it was like everything he did. I mean, I loved the fight scenes when he was telling them uh, <laughs> which way to go. And uh, I love this movie. It's it's hella funny. I'm trying to see when was Silver Streak? Was that in the late seventies or early eighties? Like Seventy-eight, I think. Seventy-six. Star was, Crazy was. That uh, was in the eighties. Eighty, yeah. And then, yeah, they didn't. Uh, Eighty-nine was when they did this, and I, I think that was that was it. But. Um, Dang, uh, Gene Wilder passed uh, 2016, and uh, I remember Richard Pryor. I mean, was he suffering from uh, some kind of illness? Yeah. Because uh, he passed in 2005, and he was 65. And I think Gene Wilder had, um, was it cancer? Yeah, uh-huh. he had cancer that he passed away from. Yeah, so, but... I mean, they left us with a lot of stuff. I mean, the the, the movies that they did together were hilarious. My uh, Silver Streak uh, being my favorite one uh, of those two. And uh, some of the stuff in that. Can they do that today? No. No. 
I don't think they can do blackface. Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that ain't happening. It was funny uh, at the time. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't think uh, that, that can fly today. I mean, even just, even just their comedy. I mean, Richard Pryor is stand-up. Nah, I don't think he can say any of those jokes. I mean, he can't say anything anymore. You say something and... Canceled. Yeah, well, Kevin Spacey, he... He got a right to be canceled. Yeah. Trying to force himself on a, a young boy. But he basically threw his career away because after all that happened, he just disappeared. Mm. And I was reading today that uh, uh, I guess the, the House of Cards people mm-hmm. are, are trying to sue him. For, yeah, he, he fucked up the show. Yeah, you know, They had to let him go and they had, I think they had to, to rewrite and change stuff. Well, it looks like he came out of hiding and uh, did some work because he did some movie called Gore. Uh, it says completed. So Is it a big release or I I don't think so. I don't think anyone wants to, to mess with him. Uh, but Gore, a uh, young man spends a summer in Italy where he meets his idol, uh, Gore Vidal. I think that's how you say it. Uh, who teaches him about life and politics. Um, he's got the main role in it, so I don't know. Probably something uh, straight to cable or uh, DVD. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it. He's got another movie called Peter 5-8. And that comes out next year. Oh, I don't even know what that is. doesn't say anything, but uh, Obviously, somebody must have said, all right, you can work again. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't think I would want to work for him, I mean, knowing what he did. And that kid did come forward and tell him, mm-hmm. uh, this is what he did to me. And but I don't know. I mean, it's I keep my hands on myself. I don't force myself on anybody. And I don't do that, uh, boys and girls. Or you young men, no means no. Absolutely. <laughs> but all right, that was uh, see no evil, hear no evil. All right, it's your pick. Uh, I was trying to think of something to to do, and there was a movie on YouTube. I think we'll cover that one later. Uh, all right. Well, while you're thinking, I'm gonna let everybody know. I'm gonna change up the the release format of how we do this and the action returns. Uh, they're gonna be like every other week. So one week you'll get stream fiends. Next week you'll get action. So yeah. they're going to be a lot easier because me and Nez, we, 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 we record a lot and we got a lot going on with family and stuff. So make it a lot easier. And I think it'll probably cut down on these uh, long hiatuses we've been having. But I mean, it was, it was 31 and it was a lot of releases coming out so yeah and the holidays are getting in the way but uh all right i am going to 19 this is on netflix this is uh i'm going back to 1993 and this is uh the awesome clint eastwood and john malkovich film in the line of fire Uh, i've seen that movie probably since it came out 
Oh, you haven't? Oh, man, this is one of my favorite Clint Eastwood films. But uh, we'll get into it uh, next episode. But uh, this is one of those films that I've seen a jillion times, and I don't mind uh, talking about it because I love this film. All right. Um, but, yeah, so come back. I want to get into it now. I'll be here all night. But, uh, yeah, come back for <laughs> In the Line of Fire. <laughs> Uh, if you want to watch it before you listen to the episode, it's streaming on Netflix. All right. Uh, what else you guys got coming up over there? Um, we just dropped uh, a regular episode a couple of days ago. So go uh, check that out. I think it was two two thirty eight. I. I don't remember. Yeah, episode yeah. two thirty eight. We had, um, we had to split uh, the last two episodes into two separate shows because, um, we just couldn't we just couldn't find a time to to record. So we had a, we were watching a lot of things. We watched a ton of movies, and then we watched a ton of TV. So we didn't want to put that. Uh, into one show because you would have been there for six hours. Yeah, and there uh, is a lot of TV coming out. Yeah, so we, um, I only had like actually three things to talk about and a couple of, of things that we did watch uh, together. Did you ever check out uh, Hit Monkey? No, that's next on the list. Uh, I had a bunch of shows I, I checked out the first episodes on, and I, I didn't talk about on the last episode of Horror to Returns. I didn't talk about them all because I was just, they're they're dropping new shows like left and right. Yeah, um, while we're talking, uh, we're recording this on on Wednesday, the twenty fourth. What's well, early in the early morning stages? They just dropped uh, Hawkeye. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Dude, I was. I don't think I can make it. Is it because there's two episodes, I think? Yeah, they uh, dropped two. Oh, see? <laughs> it's just like that I wouldn't be able to to handle it. Oh, yeah. See, man, this two hours? No way. I I wouldn't be able to make it. I'll have to tackle them <laughs> tomorrow or whatever. But, um, yeah, everyone, that that's all that Isocide has got coming. So... Uh, what are you guys doing next on Horror Returns? Horror Returns, we are going back to 1987 for House 2, the second story, and Ghoulies 2, and uh, having uh, Tavares back on a show from uh, uh, Space and Student of the Game. Student of the Game, yes. Yeah, sorry. Check out, definitely check out his podcast and YouTube channel. He's on YouTube also. Yeah, he's got awesome, good shows. A lot to listen to. Go to listen to him uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you get uh, sports. He covers all different sports. Uh, you'll get movie reviews. Uh, I know this past October he was dropping uh, some horror movie reviews and stuff like that. So definitely uh, check him out. And uh, uh, as you listen to this, we just had our uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, we did the, the original two along with Afterlife and uh, previous episode. We did a commentary on Blood Rage and apologies to Beat and Marcy. We did not steal To Be Tuesday. It was coincidence. So <laughs> happened like that. So oh, uh, check, check out their episode that they dropped like the next day on Blood Rage, To Be Tuesday. We have an uh, episode, um, probably out the same time this is out. Uh, Mike and I did a, a commentary for uh, the 1984 
uh, Tom Hanks classic uh, Bachelor Party. Oh, shit. That, that is our gift to you guys this holiday season, our Tom Hanks giving special. So uh, definitely uh, give that a listen. <laughs> definitely a movie that wouldn't fly today. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> With all the stuff that was happening in it. Uh, no, no. Uh, different times in the 80s, everyone. So, But yeah, check that out uh, as well. And um, uh, hopefully this weekend we'll, we'll record a, a regular episode. We'll try to get back on track and have TV and movies together on one show. I'm trying to tell Theo not to watch so much. Just keep it to a minimum. I mean, thankfully everyone, everyone, thank you all that do listen to the three-hour shows, but uh, we kind of need to bring that one a little low. But uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out, everyone. But Kind of sounded like Lance there. Yeah, I do. That's exactly. <laughs> I could. I, that'd be, I had him in my head when I was what, what I just said. So, but uh, shout out to Brother Lance. But all right, everyone, that's gonna be it this episode. Come back for uh, Action Returns, where we're gonna be covering uh, the uh, 1990. What year was that? I think 97. We're gonna do Spawn with uh, Michael Jai White. So. And got some. Uh, I got some Christmas theme action movies planned for uh, next month. Cool. All right. Uh, uh, if you guys, if you guys remember listening to last year, check out. Uh, uh, God damn it! What was that movie called? Mel Gibson. Batman. Uh, yeah, I was about to say Fat Santa, but <laughs> yeah, check that one out. I noticed it's streaming. I think on Amazon. Uh, if you're going to watch an awesome uh, uh, shoot 'em up uh, holiday film. Watch that one. Fat Fat Man. Uh, I I thought that movie was awesome. But yeah, I know some of you don't like Mel anymore, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't agree with what he said, but uh, yeah, check it out anyway. <laughs> but, uh, until then, everyone, uh, come back uh, for Action Returns and another adventure and, uh, stream fiends when we're doing in the line of fire. So uh, until then, be safe out there. Uh, if you celebrate the holidays, happy Thanksgiving. If you don't, just hey, party on and come back next week. And definitely everybody uh, be nice to each other. And don't eat so much. <laughs> <laughs>